0: Testing, testing. <laughs>
1: That's
0: a Claire and I test the mics every
1: week. <laughs>
0: Hi, I'm Dave.
1: <laughs> and I'm Claire. And
0: welcome to My, My Mate Records, the show where we teach you
1: <laughs> and each other about whatever we want to know about. About whatever things we professionally want to express with you. We swear? yes we do swear
0: we talk about queer culture we also mention uh, we're talking about RuPaul and RuPaul from time to time has said some transphobic things so there's a very mild trigger warning about that
1: yep I think that's kind of it's not
0: violent or aggressive no I Um, think it's just the
1: commentary around his transphobia indeed so be aware
0: indeed and um...
1: don't be transphobic
0: Hey there, Claire. Bear. Hello, David. I'm excited for this week.
1: You say that every week,
0: but this week is particularly like fun oh. and silly. Yeah, Fa- and this is a listener 49.
1: recommend uh, uh, a listener question. Indeed. Listener, listener,
0: ask. Indeed, <laughs> you're right there with your yeah. English yeah. Yeah. Uh Yeah. Listener
1: request.
0: It comes from. I I know for a fact a very. Um, uh, uh, what's the word? Fuck. What's the word? Like, it's just a very loyal listener. Someone ah, who listens every week.
1: Yeah, and they wanted to know more about RuPaul Charles.
0: Someone who um, I've got a few friends like this I've discovered. Mm. Who, uh, just in the course of life, won't speak to for several months. Yeah, and then I'll call them about something. I'll be like, "Hi, I haven't caught up with you in ages," but they feel like they've caught up with me because they listen to the podcast. Yeah, everywhere. I
1: had someone um at a opening night function talked to me about the podcast the Mm -hmm. other day and the best part about it is because they know you in a professional setting yes but not in a personal setting yes and so their comment was i like listening to the podcast because i get to meet like serious intelligent like smart david in in the podcast, <laughs> David is like, silly, Here's a fucking dick jerk, David. Giggly, David. And I don't know that, David. So I feel like I'm getting both sides. And I was like, what about me? Do me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's great. I really wasn't sure which direction that was going to go. Where did you think
1: it was going to go? That
0: I'm serious, intelligent on the show, but then I'm not any of those um, things in a professional life. No hilarious so i
1: think what the 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 offense should be is that you're not serious and intelligent on the podcast <laughs> yeah when someone tries
0: to pay me a compliment i try and weasel out of them but what do you, what's an insult in there what's what's some way i can take offense um whereas
1: i'm like oh you uh, think i am nice. great <laughs> um right report
0: yeah so i what, what do you know well, I am addicted to RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes, I've done. I am a late bloomer. Like yes. I only really came to it a couple of years ago when yeah. I had an infant, and I was. In, it was when we were in Sydney. We were in Sydney for like yes. um because my had wife back had to a back show shows. and and Claire, and Claire was also working around that time, but um but it was. It was my thing where I'd put the baby down and then and I'd then just you watch, would watch RuPaul's Drag Race. Because
1: it doesn't require much of your brain, but you no. can invest and get excited.
0: It's incredibly emotional. Like, it's very funny. Yes it's drama sometimes awkward but sometimes very moving in a very genuine yes. positive way and
1: it's a competition so you want to invest in your that's right in your queens it's
0: the closest thing I watch to a sport me too yeah
1: me too which is why it's disappoint now I understand when your like team isn't doing well yeah. When there's not a good season,
0: yeah, it's, like, it's a bit ugh. like,
1: ugh, my team isn't doing well. Like right now, season thirteen of American—it's not a great season. It's not a great season.
0: But um, but and so I know as much about RuPaul Charles as is revealed kind of naturally through, through his appearance sh- on the, the show. But I've never gone and done the proper like. What's he about? No,
1: me. Either. I knew very little, um, which right. is why I found this actually really interesting.
0: Fantastic.
1: So RuPaul is born in 1960. RuPaul Charles is his actual name, like that's his birth name. Yeah. Um, which is, he has Creole heritage, and that's where his mum um kind of came up with the name to honour his yeah. his heritage.
0: So he's sixty. Sorry, I just yeah. did that. Matt, nineteen sixty. Yeah. Wow.
1: His um parents divorced. Would he be sixty one this year? Yeah. His parents divorced when he was seven and so he grew up and lived with his mum and his three sisters, um, so powerful women constantly surrounding him. He moved to Atlanta to study performing arts when he was 15, so he moved away from home to be yeah. like, this is what I want to do. Um, and there are these great quotes of him always, like his mum being like, you had to have, I knew you had to have a, like, an impressive name because you were going to be a star. Oh, and wow. Him when he's little, being like, "I'm going to be famous. I'm going to be famous." One of those,
0: one of those kids,
1: kids or people who just know that they to want to be famous. Um, so he was in punk rock bands, and one of his punk rock bands was called Wee Wee Pole. <laughs> and RuPaul and the U Hauls, um, and he had an album called Sex Freak. And he started playing around with like drag and gender fuckery Mm -hmm. um, as part of his role as a punk, like frontman. And then that um, kept getting more and more attention and more and more like like infamous. Um, was the drag stuff he was doing, so yeah. he kept leaning in and playing in that space even more, until that became this kind of his his character his or his 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 persona that sure. he would play. Um, but he still kept RuPaul as his name. It's just that so this he is never really the, had a drag name. No, so this is the character. female version, or yeah. like not even female. It's just this kind of full expression yeah. of of who they are.
0: Because he, because he, she, they don't change their voice either. No. And they don't, or even their mm. mannerisms. And there's a enjoy. great
1: quote that says um, something along the lines of you can use, you can call me she, you can call me he, as long as you keep calling me, like, for work. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> and I think that's kind of how they thought about yes. what they were doing um was that was the artistry and the fuckery of it more than it being about gender expression or sure. an expression of a part of themselves that um th- that they were exploring something else yeah, i've got yeah. this quote what other think people think of me is not my business what i do is what i do how people see me doesn't change uh, change what i decide to do I don't choose projects so people don't see me as one thing or the other. I choose projects that excite me. Mm -hmm. I think the problem is that people refuse to understand what drag is outside of their own belief system. Um, so I found that really interesting. Yeah. He then was, he made it an independent film with kind of like these culty classic people now, like another famous drag queen named Lady Bunny Yeah. Um, and the B 52s yeah, right. in the like 80s. So this is kind of this art club um club kid movement yeah. that is happening um and it was a, a film like that came a bit cult classic he called star booty it was Ooh. a cult film um he then oh, moved that'd be to, fun to watch now. it would be really fun some. so that's like mid to late 80s yeah he then moves to new york and is a dancer and is dancing in clubs this is how he meets michelle visage
0: yeah who's a big judge on and he's
1: one of his best friends yeah. and he meets her because she's in a band and she's also playing clubs and she's doing things. So They become friends mm-hmm. in the late eighties, early nineties. I didn't realize that that's how long their
0: relationship was. I knew some chapter of that because now it's coming to me that I've listened to the podcast on and off.
1: So he's doing things in, this cl- in the club scene and building a profile in that kind mm-hmm. of queer space. But his, one of his big exposure points was he was in the B-52s film clip for Love Shack. Oh, is he? Yep, in 1989, dancing. Wow. And that kind of was the thing, was a national or international exposure wow. point happened because of that film clip. And so by 1990, so a year later... Um, RuPaul is deemed the queen of Manhattan uh-huh. um, by the kind of New York club
0: yeah. community.
1: Um, and so th- from that point on, their career just like yeah. snowballs and rolls. So they start doing TV and movies. They're like in the Brady Bunch. You yeah, know right, that like...
0: The Brady Bunch movie, yeah, remake the, movie. Yeah,
1: they're in, they did... Um, remember that drag movie, To Wong Fu? Yeah. Thanks for that? everything. They're in that. Oh, wow. So they're becoming, like, synonymous with,
0: with drag.
1: drag. Um, but it's it took them then moving into music mm. and recording albums, which they then did in 1992, and they released, he signed with uh, Tommy Boy Records, which is a notoriously hip-hop kind no. of album or uh, label, no but um, released a song called Supermodel, You Better Work. Yeah with phrases like Chante, Sachet yeah. in it, which has then become the his, like, catchphrases. And then that album or that song hits the club charts, is a massive hit. And so essentially RuPaul has released multiple albums since then, like yeah. 1992, an album essentially every year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kurt Cobain fell in love with RuPaul. Mm-hmm. Like, they're really good friends. Yeah, right. Uh, he's since done, well, like, they musical... Were. Co- they were friends. <laughs> well, maybe if I just yeah, revealed a secret yeah, about yeah. Kurt Cobain. Yeah. No. Uh, he's released songs with, like, Elton John and Diana Ross. Um, he now has his own record label. This is what is fascinating about yeah, RuPaul. Yeah, sure. Is He is a fucking... Business. He's a hustler. A hustler. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. He's a
1: businessman. Yeah. So he then has his own record label in 1994, around the time that supermodel is huge, mm. and this is like supermodel culture of like Kate Moss and Naomi. Yeah. Um, he then gets uh, is the face of Mac Cosmetics. Oh wow! And raising money for their AIDS campaign Fantastic. in 1994. So that was a massive. That's a like yeah, international campaign. Um, he got together with his partner who he is still with. Oh wow. Uh, in 1994.
0: Oh I didn't realize that was that long.
1: Yeah, and they got married in 2017. but they've oh, been wow. together since 1994, but they are in an open relationship. Yeah, right. Amazing. He has described doing drag, and I love this, as very as a very, very political act because it changes the status quo by rejecting fixed identities. Mm. Drag says, I'm a shapeshifter. I do whatever the hell I want at any given time. Mm. And I think that is really interesting. Mm. Um, he then went on to write, like, an autobiography in 1995. He was a radio host with Michelle Bassage. He then gets approached to do, like, a TV show um, with Michelle on VH1, and it's, like, skits and interviews with the likes of Nirvana and, like, Cher. Yeah, wow. So he's just always been a part of well, the, like, little queer, yeah, edgy the 90s. lexicon. Like, he, he was 90s, captain
0: yeah. of the 90s. There. And
1: then he kind of went away for a little bit. Yeah. And in 2009 is when Logo... Approached him to do the, the first show. season of the reality show, and I don't think they realised what they were actually doing, and realised the
0: no because that institution first, that they were building. Yeah, that first season is infamously kind of yeah, like not weird. quite there. No, there.
1: but second season is very good because I excellent. started watching from the second season.
0: Me too. I don't think I no. I haven't gone back and watched the first ever.
1: No, me either. Because you yeah. couldn't really ever get it anywhere, and no, no. was like it was a bit weird. I think you can watch it now.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but it's then gone on. So RuPaul's Drag Race mm. has then gone on to win eight primetime Emmy awards in two thousand and seventeen. He was included in the Time Magazine's one hundred most influential people in the world. He's built an entire fandom.
0: Yeah, it's huge. He has,
1: like, now he has RuPaul's Drag Con, like, the conference, which yeah. is just for drag queens. He's helped launch the careers of other stupidly successful drag queens. He has a whole, like, sponsorship and product placement deal that he's yeah. had in place the whole way through. He has released a perfume and makeup brand. Like, he has his he's had his podcast with Michelle since 2014. Like, he is...
0: On top of his shit.
1: Everywhere. Yeah. He is like, the work ethic is fascinating.
0: Yeah, it's huge. It's
1: so huge. now we, who are your, like, let's do a quick, like, drag race. Like, who we just did a very scientific quiz.
0: We did just before we came on air. But that's great. I didn't know that much. Of, I didn't know he was that... Big and the, I mean it makes sense. But he's had I career
1: knew, forever, really. A that's just been time, rolling and building. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. And the politicization of drag, and I've I've heard him speak very eloquently and very articulately about the 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 politics of drag, which I think is fantastic. That quote you read before, yeah, about the the subversion of the status quo just by like shapeshift. Because what happens? My journey with Drag Race which I've now watched other people watch Drag Race mm. for the first time. And you spend like a season or a season and a half going, or not even that, a few episodes going, oh, they look like, just like a woman. They look <laughs> just like a woman. And you think that's kind of it. Yeah. And then what happens is once you lose that, as even an idea Mm. and you just start to watch the people and the transformation and what is going on and what ideas they want to talk about and who they are and how they interpret their personality and the artistry of it and how they're expressing themselves through whatever media through because it's a complex because some are better at comedy and some are like absolutely amazing transformational makeup and some with Mm. fashion and so it's seeing artists express themselves in a multitude of ways. Yes, that yes, is yes, really yes. fascinating because the and winners if, they turn out. If, yeah. When you get into the top four, it's like those are un- particular. Well, in later seasons, it's like anybody in the top five or six is a monumental like artist. Yes, it's just fucking unreal. And who will
1: who will have an incredible career? <sighs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's that. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, that yeah, the artistry of it is is what is fascinating to yes. watch but also the yeah the expression and the play of yes. gender and sexuality and queerness but it's also deeply embedded in queer culture that has yeah. come through um and a celebration of queer culture yeah. I think particularly in 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 cities like New York yeah. where, you know, notions of reading or notions mm. of, like, ballrooms or I think it is a celebration of some parts of queer culture, which is why I want to bring up there has been many arguments and many conversations around Rue's issues with the transgender Trans. community.
0: Yeah, it's complicated. Um, and it's,
1: it, it, he, and it has been called out multiple times mm. over the years because of his attitude or because of his... Um, phrases or things that they've used in the show in the past that have been called out and said, Mm. that is transphobic. Rue then coming out and saying, please don't police my language. Mm. This is part of, like, my culture. And then learning more and doing better and then kind of... um, Realizing that that is Mm. language has changed, and the use of a word like tranny, Mm. which may have been acceptable in New York in the 90s, Mm. in 2014, just reads in a different Mm. way. Mm. Um, And he, he, in 2018, he did an interview where he talked about um, allowing trans women who were drag queens, like post op trans Mm. women. Um, to be drag queens, and he is on record as saying no mm. and making some pretty shitty comments about about no, the funny. boxes that he kind of
0: yeah. places
1: people in and considers gender. But then he has since had a TV show that came out on Netflix, and I didn't watch it, AJ and the something. Oh, AJ, AJ and the
0: Queen. Yes. It wasn't reviewed well.
1: No, but he... Um, Someone went into kind of a quote around that, where he makes the comment in that show, where it is a gen- a non-binary child, mm. I think, or a non-binary character mm. that I think RuPaul's character keeps questioning about, like, well, are you trans? Uh, like, are mm. you a boy or are you a girl? Da 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 da. There's a character that is mm. kind of questioning and pushing this kid, and the revelation the character makes is, I made my whole life about not letting people put me in a box. And I go and try to put you in one.
0: Yeah, sure.
1: Um, and then has since made an apology on Twitter and in kind of yeah. in other public spaces saying the trans community are heroes of our shared LGBTQ movement and you are my teachers. So yes. I think he has done some learning and some work around that. But I don't think you can do a podcast about him and
0: not, no, not bring that talk up. about that. Absolutely.
1: But let's now go back to
0: yeah. Sorry. So yeah, we did a very scientific quiz before (laughs) uh, to that diagnosed us as which RuPaul drag queen are you? Very scientific. Very scientific. And you, we were both. I was very very happy with the answer. With our results, yeah. You got season eight winner,
1: Bob the drag queen,
0: which is great. Who is hilarious. And I got. Season seven, amazing star. Yeah. They won Miss Congeniality in season seven. Didn't yes, they? they did. And then they were in All Stars two, and they uh, and Katja. on one of
1: my most favorite YouTube
0: channels. Got Katja. <sighs> mm. So I'm very happy with that.
1: Who are your like? Who are in your top five? Like the queens that you're like fucking love? Well,
0: the people that I still wa- I still watch and still have a deep relationship with Katya and Trixie because me too. I watch their YouTube stuff. Yes, and, think and
1: they them. make me laugh. They genuinely. Make me laugh. Yeah,
0: and I do love. Not all, but some tracks of Trixie Mattel yes. as an artist. I'm yeah. like, that is great. Uh, Trixie's cover of video games is fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else? What else? What else was uh, and I, I think my all time. Fa- Latrice
1: Royale is one of oh, my all time favorites. Latrice Royale is beautiful.
0: Yeah. I just really liked Bianca. Oh,
1: yes. Because like she's smart and, and fucking funny. funny. Jinx Monsoon, um, also one of my oh, favourites. Beautiful. She's hilarious.
0: So good. So good. <laughs> Alyssa. Oh, for her I feel
1: like you're either. It, Alyssa is like coriander. Like you're either on board or you're not.
0: I'm really There's on board. There's no with middle Alyssa. ground. I've watched Alyssa's reality show, which lasted one season on Netflix. Yeah, my mum loves her and did as well.
1: I'm like, no. Like, like she's fine. I don't find her as funny as other people do. She's fucking
0: insane. <laughs> she's a <fruit> <laughs>
1: Amazing. Who? Yeah. Who else is there? That I love uh, Bob. I love Monet.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah.
0: It's harder to pick more recent queens because I do feel like there is an element. That if 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 you're listening to this and you've never watched, this is an interesting question. Yeah. Where would you tell people to start now?
1: Oh, I tell people to start like uh, series five.
0: Series five was excellent.
1: Yeah, series I go if you want to if you want to get a good sense of the series of how it works, but also queens that are still around and doing incredible work because that's like that's Jinx Monsoon, Detox. that's Alax Alaska, that is like oh, all the queens that you kind of need to yeah. know about um kind of hit there because then season five is great you're then rewarded an excellent series in season six because that's Bianca's season and like Courtney Act and Adore Delano like and then season seven is like Cartier, Trixie. Correct that's a good run
0: season five six seven and then that sets you up very well for then you've Met a lot of people for All Stars. Yes. What, you can ignore, do All Stars 1 All-stars and 2. All Stars 1, yeah. but probably lean on All Stars 2. Yes. And you'll be introduced to other queens and you might go back to earlier And then
1: watch seasons. their seasons. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. That's so a that's, very good plan. Yeah, that's my plan. Well done. Eight, good. Eight is a good, like that, that, that's a it's box. It's okay. And then from then on, then the fandom and machine of RuPaul is yeah. enormous And then you feel like the queens from, like, season nine onwards then become tactical or we as an audience know what to expect by season nine. Yeah. And the queens are younger notoriously, I think. And so there are things where you go, yeah, where we become more critical, I think.
0: Absolutely. There's also, I think, an argument that's been made that I think is right. There's a line drawn in the sand somewhere around Mm. season six. Yeah. Where the game started to change, there was an element of dagginess that was lost. Yes, the queens went suddenly. RuPaul's Drag Race became what drag queens are about, yes, and yes, so yes, yes. the level of polish to be successful, the bar was raised. So, kind of really interesting people and interesting artists with not a lot of resources yes. really struggled to get airtime on yes, the show. Yes, yes, yes. And I think for the first five or six seasons, there was a strong element. In the show of we are a spoof of a reality show. Yes. We're making fun of how stupid this is. Yes. All irony is gone it's now. It's lost,
1: yes, that's very true. It
0: is just. The, but I the feel
1: show. like watching the. So then now there's the. There's now international. There's
0: a UK, but there's going to be an Australian version. I know. Which I'm very excited which about. Which
1: has already had some like, problematic queens called out for racist oh, yes. bullshit. Yes. Um, but I'm excited to watch it because there is an incredible drag culture here in Australia yes. that we don't really talk about. Um. But the UK season has just had U- two UK seasons, but this latest season felt like it had that dorkiness yeah, and that silliness and that went like it's a... F- and the queens are fucking so different to each yes. other but excellent yeah. in their own way. And they all deliciously funny and brilliant. Absolutely. So I felt like that for me went back to like... Good old days. Yeah, of absolutely, race?
0: because they're coming, they're drawing from a different pool where the culture is different. We could talk about RuPaul's Drag Race forever. Yeah,
1: I do want to make one more point. Did you hear about him last year? Um, RuPaul, did you have you heard about anything about RuPaul and fracking? No. <laughs> There's a great video. um, I'll send it to you. I'll try and post it on our stories. The great video of Peppermint and Bob doing a podcast and having a conversation. Mm. And one of them, I think Bob says something like, have you seen the latest thing about RuPaul? Like as a question to Peppermint and Peppermint goes... The fracking thing, and Bob is like,
0: "No, no!"
1: (laughs) And it's the two of them then giggling, like, "Oh my god, I can't believe we said that on a live podcast!" Like, "Fuck, don't talk about like we're a part of the machine. Don't talk about it." So there was an he did an interview where him and his partner own a sixty thousand acre farm in Wyoming, and he talked about on this um, uh, radio show said 60,000 acres, Uh, that's like a national park. And then the radio host is like, what do you do with that amount of land? And he says, we um, there's a modern ranch. It's a 21st century ranch. It's land management. It's at least the way he is. We lease the mineral rights to oil companies Mm -hmm. and sell our water to oil companies. And then we also lease part of our lands to grazing rights to different ranches. That's literally all the comment is. But then people have taken that information and done a little bit more research or just kind of and, and being like, this is he's talking about fracking. Yeah. So RuPaul has never actually said, there's never been confirmed. Uh. So it's allegedly fracking. Yeah. But now <laughs> everyone's like RuPaul over there making his fucking billions of dollars fracking Sending, the land. Yeah.
0: Fracking the land and financing oil and yep. fossil fuel companies. Uh
1: huh. So it's, so it's all a bit like what? Yeah, I loved this tweet. <laughs> RuPaul fracking while throwing a climate change themed ball episode of Drag Race is the neoliberal hellscape I've become accustomed <laughs> Jesus. to. Jesus. <laughs> that is
0: fucked.
1: Yeah. RuPaul serving up 55,000 more seasons of Drag Race knowing we'll all watch and he can go back to his fracking farm and sleep on top of atop a bed made of crude oil and transphobia. <laughs>
0: Jesus.
1: So that's been the response to RuPaul in the last few years yeah. so let's just see how that unravels it's
0: not all glitter
1: it's not all glitter but I will continue to watch RuPaul's Drag Race. well me too
0: because it's good TV and yeah. I I have learnt so much yeah but uh, I've learnt so much I, didn't know, I certainly didn't know about the fracking that's really interesting <laughs> um, I've learnt that I'm Karcha which is fantastic yeah that's good and that you're Bob which is great it means we can be funny friends together and that's great yes um
1: in now in who is the cardia and trixie in this relationship i oh, feel like a i'm the Cardia. question well maybe it's interchangeable depending on what we're talking about yeah i don't think why this is would you strict... say
0: you're the Cardia? because you of more often problem. get to be here because
1: <laughs> my reliance and opioids
0: because <laughs> in my country music <laughs> Feelings.
1: I feel like because more often than not, you have to play the straight man because you're smarter than me.
0: No, that's not true.
1: More often than not,
0: that's no. like...
1: Yeah. But, she, I, but I think it feels play like... She the straight
0: person. She has
1: to, to sometimes because Cardi is so... So
0: loose cannon. Tiny hand-wearing, yeah. like, craziness. Crazy, yeah.
1: But I think it's interchangeable in this relationship, actually. Yeah. yeah. Like, I can... I can calm your tiny hand wearing like
0: you can yeah i love you
1: good we've learned a lot
0: we've learned a lot
1: RuPaul's track race (laughs) (laughs) thanks for being my mate thanks
0: for being
1: my mate dave
0: listening to the show if you'd like to leave a rating and review on whatever service you're listening to this on that would be great that'd be
1: great tell Tell your your friends tell your mates that's right
0: that's the name of the show i see what you did there (laughs) where can people find you claire people can
1: find me on instagram at claire and pearl where can people find you dave
0: people can find me at dave burton writer and if you have a suggestion or a question or would like to point out how much Claire got wrong
1: (laughs) or how much Dave got wrong
0: then you can write us an email at mymatereckons at gmail.com we can't wait to hear from you